guys. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Connie, and I'm so glad you're here. This is the Weed, Seeds, and Beautiful Things podcast. It's a podcast that's not about gardening or growing marijuana, thank God, but is about how to walk in radical faith in full submission to God and how to handle the difficult seasons of life and all of the twists and turns of the everyday journey that can drive us nuts. I am so glad you're here. Join me as we dig into the word and find hope and confidence in Christ. Hey friends, welcome to the show. Today I'm going to pick up where I left off last time. Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 6. But for some context, I'm going to go ahead and read verse 5 again. So it says in Deuteronomy 4 verse 5, Look, I have taught you statutes and ordinances as the Lord my God has commanded me, so that you may follow them in the land that you are entering to possess. Carefully follow them, for this will show your wisdom and understanding in the eyes of the people. When they hear about these statutes, they will say, This is indeed a great nation, a wise and understanding people. So we're focusing on verse 6. And what we learn is the very first word in that verse is carefully. Carefully follow them. And when we are carefully following something. That word carefully takes us back to Deuteronomy 4.2, where we learned that there should be no addition or subtraction to the word of God. Carefully uh, in the dictionary terms means to be cautious, full of concern, and to have reverence over. So carefully shows wisdom and understanding in the eyes of the people. When we are careful and carefully following the Lord's commandments, we are cautiously with concern and reverence following, which means walking in, actively pursuing. So we have carefully, which is a thoughtful word, which has to do with the mind the mind and the spirit, getting the mind and the spirit in a reverenced, um, fully devoted, cautious state. And then we have follow. Follow is an active word. It means, again, walk in to pursue. It has movement, which can be seen. So carefully is a private thing because it's a a, a mental slash spiritual word. And you know, people don't really see your thoughts. They see the byproduct of what your thoughts produce. Or as scripture says, from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks or what you, you know, what is in inside will be um, put forth outward. So there's a very big reason that I believe that this carefully is in front of the active word follow, because we must be in a mindset about God and his word that treats it with 
caution that we don't want to add to it or take away from it. We want to have concern that we represent it well and that we're living by it in our own lives because not only does God's word have the power to change us, but when we are changed, then that active word follow lets what we've been changed by his word into in our personal lives to be seen visibly by other people. So when we are actively following God's word, it's publicly visible. And this is so important because the the visibility of our walk is what we want others to see. It says then that this will show your wisdom and understanding in the eyes of the people. What will? Us being careful with the word of God, because when we're careful with the word of God and we are in a, uh, like I said, a heart position and a mindset of caution, concern and reverence, then we are going to live that out. And that is what is going to be actively and publicly seen by other people. Who and what we follow will be publicly seen and experienced. It's only when God's people collectively follow after him that we stand out in a winsome truth to the dying world around us. So when it says, this will show your understanding in the eyes of the people, that lets us know two things. Number one, that we have the ability to impact people. And number two, that people are looking. Through our eyes, others see. Think about that. Through our eyes, others see. How we perceive God and his word will be the way that others around us see God. The next point I want to make on this very important verse is that wisdom is winsome. What does winsome mean? It means it's attractive. Why is wisdom attractive to the people around that get to experience wisdom? They see our wisdom and our understanding just as they will hear about these statutes. So wisdom is wisdom is winsome because it encompasses the truth of God, which is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, able to cut between the bone and the marrow, the thoughts and the intents of the heart. But it also encompasses grace, the grace of God, the forgiveness of God, the love of God. It's stable. So it's an all-encompassing aspect that is attractive and it's attractive because it's life-giving even when the word of god and the spirit of god point out sin in our lives convict us of something it's life-giving conviction it's not condemnation so wisdom is winsome and the people are those around us will see our wisdom and understanding just as they will hear about these statutes. Because when we are wise and we are a collective group of people and 
meaning believers, believers are acting in wisdom, then we have the ability to impact others with the statutes and the truths of God. Wisdom creates maximum impact. When we listen, as it says in verse 4-1, others will hear. Think about that. It's the same thing um, that I said about the sight. Through our eyes, others see. Well, when we listen, others hear. Because when we are listening to the truth of God and living that out and actively following it, then others will hear because they will hear through what we have listened and learned. Because that is what will be coming out of our mouths, coming out of our lives, coming out of our actions. So when we listen, others will hear. Wisdom creates maximum impact. Because why does it create maximum impact? Because it's not... um Ignorance. It's not being a jerk. It's not being smart. It's not being uh, wisdom is that powerful living truth of God that encompasses and embodies grace and love and forgiveness and gentleness. So it's not off putting. So it pulls people in. Wisdom pulls people in where knowledge and pride often pushes people away. And then we can look and we can see that when we have seen, others will look. So not only, not only through our eyes, others see, but when we have seen, then others will look. And this again goes back to verse three in Deuteronomy four. And it is another way to address how wisdom creates maximum impact. Because when we have seen something and then we know that something to be true, then others want to look. Because people are always looking. They're looking for truth. They're looking for purpose. They're looking for something to believe in. So people are always looking. And when we have seen and we know and we are living out a true um, close, deep, life-changing relationship with Jesus, others are going to be looking. This whole study that I'm doing here, I want to be foundational for you to see that there's nothing in Scripture that is useless or pointless, and that you can go even to the Old Testament, verse by verse, and find wonderful, life-changing truths that can not only change your personal life, but the lives of those around you. I want you to get a sense that the Word of God is not scary. The Word of God is not dead. The Word of God is not useless. The Word of God is not outdated, but that it is actually a very living, powerful tool that can shape our hearts and encourage us in ways we couldn't even begin to anticipate. I want you to be empowered and emboldened to take your Bible and to go to the books and the chapters that you're scared to read, that you feel like you don't understand, and face them head on. 
Ask Jesus to open your eyes, to give you the ability to see, to hear, to experience, to know him in a deeper way, and to have these truths settle into your spirit, and that the fear of scripture would fall away from you because it's a lie from the enemy. There is no book that you need more in your life than the word of God. I hope that you are greatly encouraged by this study in this time in Deuteronomy. I'm going to be really trying to spend more time in the Word of God because, friends, that is where all of the changes happened in my life, is when I have just decided to spend time with Jesus and to let Him show me what I need to see. Let there be nothing that is off limits in your heart today. Meet with him and have expectation that he is going to meet with you and show you the things, the thing, the things, whatever it may be, that you need to address in your life. And when you know it, then you face it with him. I hope that you'll go over to the website, www.weedseedsbeautifulthings.com. Check out the newest blog the merchandise that's for sale, and just the encouragement and the cute frogs that hop around the pages. I know that you'll love the website. You can also listen to the podcast from the website. Share this episode with your family and friends. And if you would be so kind, drop me an encouraging comment below and a five-star rating if this podcast has blessed you. Pardon me. If there's anything that I can improve upon, I look forward to hearing from you. Drop me an email. If you're looking for a speaker for your next women, women's or youth event or conference, whether online or in person, you can get a hold of me through my website as well. I am taking and booking speaking engagements. I look forward to hearing from you. I hope you have a blessed week and I'll see you next time.